You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip. I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model, and you can find out more about me on my website, mimifootnip.com, or head over to patreon.com slash pedalpumpingpodcast to check out our uh, podcast community. If you'd like to support this podcast, there's a few ways to do that. Uh, I'd like to thank those of you who are my ride or die <laughs> uh, podcast supporters. Riker, not a golfer. Ray Sean, Eric J, Rocketman, Havaianas fan, Austin, Joe, Classic Gas Pedals, JB, John H, Michael, and Nikki. Thanks so much for being part of this community and really forming this community with me around pedal pumping, around the idea of a podcast where we talk about pedal pumping, our passion for pedal pumping, we celebrate pedal pumping, we kind of uh, come out of the closet as a pedal pumping enthusiast because I know that our fetish is often kind of, I don't know, like a lot of people, it's surprising to me because I, pedal pumping is what I do all day long in my life and so I think about it a lot and I talk about it a lot and I sit next to people on airplanes and in different places in my life and Ubers and they ask me what I do for a living and then I launch into this whole thing about pedal pumping and I have never, I have yet to meet someone who is like, oh yeah, I know about pedal pumping. People just look at me like, what is this thing? Like they're very curious, they've never heard of it. And so, I mean, part of what I kind of hope that this podcast does, I mean, it's for us, but I also hope that it creates a uh, space like we exist in the world, kind of like like putting our flag <laughs> in the, the kink world and saying, we're here, we exist, and uh, let people know about us. Um, not, not so that people will gawk or anything like that, but I just think to kind of normalize it. So when you s tell somebody like, oh yeah, I have a puddle pumping fetish, it's not like people are not... Uh, uninformed and they don't know what that is. That's all. Um, <laughs> so I want to thank everybody that's part of that community and it's kind of like doing the work with me to promote who we are and what we do and what we're into. Um, I had, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. I had a really busy holiday weekend. I mean, those of you that celebrate Thanksgiving, um, Busy weekend, lots of fun. Um, I have some uh, customs I'm working on in the Mercury because it looks like I'll be um, attempting to sell the Mercury. We'll see how well uh, it does. Um, I have somebody that's interested, but we'll see how that goes. So I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, been busy filming customs. If you want a custom in the Mercury, this is your chance, the Mercury Grand Marquis. This is your chance to get it while the getting's good because um, I think that is the car that's slated for sale on my in my fleet. After that, it'll be the Oldsmobile. So, uh, also I went out of town and was like going to a whole bunch of like pick and pull junkyards trying to find some little 
kind of cosmetic things um, for the Lincoln, my new car, my Lincoln Town car. Super excited. I love driving it. It's so much fun. I feel like such a bad bitch in that car. I feel like just a sexy bitch cruising along. Um, I feel like it's such a perfect middle-aged woman vehicle, you know, just exuding kind of class and luxury from like, I feel like I'm in a time machine back in 1992 when I'm driving it. And, um, it's a head turner for sure. I, um, am trying to find a few little things to kind of spiff it up a little bit more. Um, so that was fun. I, but I didn't find the bits that I was looking for really, but I had fun pumping some pedals in some junkyard vehicles. You just never know what you're going to find. I mean, there's a lot of junk, like literal junk, but every once in a while, my feet find their way to some pedals that just are a pleasure. You know, I don't know if you, if you do pedal pumping, you know what I mean? Like some pedals just feel good under your foot and some don't, you know, it's just not a good fit or, um, maybe like the springiness or the size or the shape or the texture. There's something that's like not quite right, but um, I was um, pumping, like just dry pumping some junkyard puddles and had a really, found some really fun, enjoyable vehicles, uh, which kind of leads me into this next um, email that I want to read. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's from Classic Gas Puddles and he says, hi, Mimi, hope you had a Thanksgiving. Thanks, same to you, I did. Uh, he goes on to say, I wanted to let you know that I've been listening. I was happily surprised when you read the rest of my email and thoroughly enjoyed your comments and reactions. I'm so glad. And if anyone else would like to email me with thoughts about the podcast or uh, really anything pedal pumping related, go ahead and hit me up at mimifootnip at gmail.com. And I can read your email on the podcast anonymously if you don't want me to say who you are. That's fine. Um, classic Gas Pedals goes on to say, uh, I will work on replying to what you said in the podcast. I'm encouraged by you considering some of this to be hot as I take that as something that is a turn on. Yes. As and I'm saying yes. As a long time ago, <clears throat> excuse me, a long time ago, I need more coffee this morning. <laughs> A long time ago, you had indicated that pedal pumping didn't turn you on, so I'm intrigued now. I'm not saying people can't change their minds. I'm just happy that I have heard your recent reaction. Also, I've been wondering about whether or not you're getting feedback or comments from people as you've been continuing your podcasting. I'm not sure where to look to see if you're getting anything from the audience or not. I don't usually reply to emails, but did want to reach out and acknowledge and thank you. Be well and keep working the gas pedal. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm, um, yeah, so most of the feedback I get is um, by email when you guys send me your emails and I usually read them on the podcast if it's um, something that I feel like is uh, audience you know it would be interesting to the audience or worth um, sharing now <clears throat> excuse me I'm gonna pause this for just a moment and cough that's not to say that if um, you've sent me an email and I haven't read it, it's not worthy of the podcast. That is not at all. Uh, don't. I'm not implying that. I get if if you've sent me an email in the past and I haven't read it on the podcast, 
just nudge me or send it to me again because I get so much email to this email address and a lot of it's garbage and I try to sift through it and I try to save uh, emails that I want to share on the podcast. But sometimes if I'm on my phone and I'm like, you know, kind of like at the gym or something and I see it and then um, it just kind of falls into the de- into the abyss of my inbox and then I don't see it again. So just nudge me. Um, don't ever feel bad about nudging me about stuff or just being like, hey, or just resend it um, and say, I haven't heard this. I haven't heard you read my email. Uh, so yeah, most of the feedback that I have gotten, and I have gotten a few like private messages um, like on social media. I have read some emails on the podcast where a lot of people talk about, well, so I've gotten all that negative feedback. Remember way back when, when I cried and people were telling me that I was doing the podcast all wrong and they didn't like the type of content I was sharing on the podcast. And um, sometimes it's critical, Uh, you know, like people have their opinions. And then, uh, but I would say like the majority of the feedback that people have given me is that um, it's overwhelmingly positive and in fact it makes me feel like um, that I that this podcast means more to people than what I ever thought it could when people tell me like oh you know hearing you talk about pedal pumping in the way that you do it makes me feel like some degree of like self-acceptance or um, like normalizes. I think a lot of people that have grown up, especially pre-internet, people who were growing up pre-internet, like my generation with this fetish, um, like the feedback that I've heard from quite a few people is like, I thought I was weird. I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought that like I wasn't normal for getting turned on by this and even though like later on the internet happened and then people realize like oh there's like a whole bunch of people that share this you know interest or this kink that I have um, and it's not abnormal like maybe intellectually they understand that but there's this internalized belief that happens when we're very young right and it's hard to fully eradicate that or completely transform it it's possible of course but it's like this um internalized belief of like there's something weird and different and and wrong about the the way like the things that i think about or fantasize about when i'm masturbating or you know the things that i'm sexually attracted to there's something wrong with me and i think that that what i've heard from people is that the podcast has helped people feel um, like it's kind of digging into that that um, internalized belief, that early belief system, and it's kind of like turning and it's on on its ear a little bit and saying, oh, like it's another level of just experiencing a sense of I'm okay, I'm normal, this is okay, and. In fact, it's more than okay. It's great. It should be celebrated. This is something that's really wonderful about you. 
and unique about you and special about you. And I, um, you know, I, it's not, it, it's in no way like harmful or dark or anything like that. It's great. So that's the feedback that I've probably uh, most often heard from people is just like how affirming it is the podcast is to who they are and just kind of healing. Uh, so that's one of the reasons that I feel like I will never stop because the um, social worker <laughs> in me, uh, I worked as a social worker for many, many, many years, um, is like, yeah, let's um, create community and draw forth our strengths and, um, you know, like, Let's thrive together as a community. And if I can provide a little space in the world for that, then I'm here for it. Um, the other thing that I wanted to address in this email from Classic Gas Puddles, as he says, um, a long time ago, you had indicated that pedal pumping didn't turn you on. And I'm intrigued now. Uh, not saying that people can't change their minds. So <clears throat> I feel like I've kind of clarified this in other episodes, but maybe... It just bears repeating, right? I wasn't very articulate. Sometimes I'm very wordy, but I'm not very articulate. So <laughs> I think what what it was is in the early days, because I, I kind of jumped into this podcast pretty early on in my puddle pumping uh, creator experience. And at that time, I was getting a lot of social media uh, messages. And this is why like, I kind of just have like I don't really even open those messages anymore but I used to get a lot of messages from people wanting to talk about pedal pumping um but in ways that were kind of one-sided or really invasive um because it's not like I had a relationship now if if you um like if people in the like pedal pumping um uh, podcast, Patreon community, ask me questions. I feel like I'm an open book, like whatever, ask me anything. But if it's like somebody I've never spoken with and they, they are like hitting me up on social media and asking me a lot of personal questions about like my car breaking down or like running over animals. Or, I mean, that's kind of like crosses into like crush fetish, um, which um, that made me uncomfortable because there's like clearly harm happening there and you know there was like I had questions and just concerns around brake failure because that was something I didn't fully understand you know so I had I, I got a lot of like shit for that too because I was asking questions like is this ethical because I didn't know I didn't understand like they're just just wanted to educate myself and I feel like the community um, did help me a lot. The, like, this podcast has helped me a lot to grow and explore. But, okay, getting back to those questions, the questions were like, does it turn you on when your car won't start? And at the time, I was thinking back to like all the experiences like real life experiences I had where I was like stranded and my car wouldn't start and um you know and and it was like in the days before cell phones like you know I started driving in the 80s so 
I was thinking, no, I wasn't turned on. I was like, I was super stressed out. I was stressed out about like how, like, am I, first of all, am I safe wherever I am that I'm stranded? Because I used to have so much car. I had a Volkswagen Rabbit that broke down on me all the time. And um, I like, okay, I'm stranded somewhere. I have no like phone or, you know, I'm hoping that like maybe I can like, flag down a police officer or a tow truck or somebody that's going to help me and not be like some creepy person, um, like some scary kidnapper guy or something, right? Um, I'm stressed out about like, like how much is it going to cost to fix this? How am I going to like get to school and get to work? And like, what you know, like the, the very practical side of like having your car break down I was like no I'm not that's not a turn on I'm not like I'm fucking stressed out like I'm scared you know like (laughs) so I I didn't um at that time that's kind of that was my experience like or if people asked me like um I don't know other types of questions like do you get turned on like driving and I'm like no it's like it's like doing the dishes or like any other thing like I don't get turned on when I like go on a bike ride or drive my car it's like it's just an activity that I'm doing right like it's it's not something that's sexy to me um, in and of itself Fast forward, you know, a few years of like working on customs, like working um, on content with people, learning more, and then filming, filming and cranking and um, driving and pedal pumping with the camera rolling with an audience. It, It really changes things. First of all, if I'm cranking a car and I'm not like stranded at midnight on the side of the highway by myself um, with no cell phone like it's there like the element of like terror and um, like stress and and all that is is gone right like I'm I'm usually cranking um, if I'm gonna crank a car um, it's more exciting to see like will it crank will it turn on what's gonna like you know how hard like how far can I push it how long can I hold the key um and and keep cranking it like and then I also so it's a more controlled environment so I feel like I can relax more it's like it's like um (laughs) this is a weird analogy but it's like having sex when the bedroom door is locked and you know that like you have privacy and no one's gonna bust in the room and you can just like get into it and get into the mood versus like you know the possibility of like roommates walking in or you know kids or whatever um whoever you live with in your household like not really being like kind of having an ear out for like other things you're kind of distracted I feel like pedal pumping when I'm filming it, it's like the more, like the worse things get as far as like the, 
the cranking or like the louder I screech the tires or the mushier the brakes get or whatever the the scenario is that I'm filming, like whatever happens, the battery dies. I'm just like, Ooh, this is fun. This is exciting because I'm in the mood for it. Like that's what I'm doing. I'm not like trying to get to work and worried about like losing my job or something because I'm like, this is the third time this month my car is broken down. So I guess that's where for me, the evolution or the growth has happened is that like real life car trouble um, can be expensive and stressful and time consuming. Like if I'm in my car and I'm going somewhere and now I'm waiting for a tow truck, it's like my whole day is fucked. Like everything I was like trying to do, I can't do now because my car is not working. So like that's not like sexy to me. Like that doesn't get me going. But what does get me going is... Um, if I've got the camera rolling in my car and I know that you are watching every like flick of my ankle and every, you know, press of my toes on the pedal and you're appreciating my footwear and it's kind of like a tease, like, like I'm doing a little like, you know, lap dance or something, but with my feet on the pedals and I, and, and then it becomes this like, sexy flirty interactive thing even though you might physically not be in the car with me my imagination you are like in my experience because the camera's there like I know you're watching maybe not in real time but you will be watching um you will be enjoying yourself as you watch me and um if whether like that you know I'm driving or plumping like uh, whatever whatever the scenario might be, but that completely changes it. And if, and also, okay, here's another thing, a difference between like my experience of real life um, car trouble is that, you know, I would maybe try to start the car a few times, but then I would give up because I don't want to destroy my car. I don't want to like ruin the starter or kill the battery, you know, like, so you can kind of listen to the engine and, and, or like maybe the car is not even turning over. A lot of times when I would have car trouble, it's like, it wouldn't even crank. Like the car just wouldn't turn over. And, um, so there was no point in like turning the key and pumping the pedal. Nothing was happening. And, you know, you do it a few times and you're like, okay, like I, I need, I need help. Like this isn't, like, we're not, I'm not going anywhere. But when I'm filming, it's like, I'm going to film for 10, 20 minutes. I'm just going to keep like hammering away at the puddle. I'm going to keep cranking the car. Or if I'm like dry pumping in the junkyard, you know, I'm just going to like hammer away at those puddles. And the more, so what I've discovered is that pumping motion, especially when I'm wearing jeans, um, that pumping motion and the jeans rubbing on my body parts creates this like um, kind of rhythmic friction that can feel really good. And I'm kind of trying to keep this like PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> not to make it x-rated but um you know what I'm saying like that kind of rhythmic uh rubbing 
sensation of the jeans on my body and um, or if I'm you know just like cranking and pumping and bouncing and there's like a little bit of a bounce on the seat kind of depends on the car depends on the seat but that like kind of um, bouncing on the seat can also uh, feel really nice so that is how pedal pumping has become a turn-on for me whereas like when people used to ask me, does, does like your when your car breaks down, does that make you, you know, hot and bothered? And I'm like, no, it makes me stressed out and afraid. <laughs> afraid of like how much it's going to cost. And like I'm stranded on the side of the road. Um, like not a great situation, especially when I was like a teenager, you know, an 18, 19 year old kid um, or a young adult. Uh, so... Yeah, it's a whole different, um, and also maybe just my maturity. Um, I have a lot more like life experience now, and a lot more experience with cars breaking down, and things like that. But I would say mostly um, it has to do with the fact that pedal pumping as a kink, like as a fetish, as something that I'm indulging in, for you, the viewer, but also for myself, is fun and sexy in ways that it just isn't in real life. Um, yeah, that. So that's that's what I have to say about that. And I don't know if that answer is gonna make sense to people or be kind of disappointing. Um, I know some people are really, really hope that you know when a woman has car trouble in real life that you know, like un unplanned car trouble, that they um, feel turned on by that. And maybe some women do. I can't speak for all women. I can't speak for all people. But I can speak for myself that like, I find it to be extremely stressful and inconvenient. Um, but when I'm like, I'm going to go out to my, like, I haven't, you know, <laughs> the mercury, like when I don't, I don't drive it a lot. And so it sits there. And then when I go to start it, sometimes it's really hard to start. And that's kind of fun and exciting because I'm going out to start it to see if it will start or not, not to like get to my personal training at the gym right on time. You know, if I'm going to the gym, then I'll take a reliable car because I need to be there on time. <laughs> but if I'm just going to go out and, um, you know, like hop in the Jeep after letting it sit all winter. Cause you know, I don't really drive the Jeep and like when it's cold and, and windy and rainy and stuff, I don't want to be in like a, in the Jeep, it's freezing. So it, the Jeep will just sit for months in the winter and then come springtime, I try to start it. And then, you know, it can be really, really hard to start. And sometimes it has a dead battery even, um, or like a really weak battery. And so you can kind of hear it going, eh, but it, it won't, it won't catch. Um, so yeah, I, I think that the, the, it's kind of like having the door locked, right? Like if I'm in the mood and I feel safe and um, the camera's rolling and, and I know that like we're both enjoying it, I think there's, I think there's enjoyment in that too, like in sharing the pedal pumping. Um, although... <laughs> 
I do have to say, like when I am sitting in a car by myself and I'm pumping pedals, um, I'm just thinking about recently when I went to the those several junkyards to try to find parts for my Lincoln and um, I just, there were some, I had some fun, good times by myself. <laughs> Even though um, I didn't always have the camera rolling because there were like people walking around and you could hear like hear people talking and stuff so I was just like you know kind of doing my own little thing there and I had a good time so so yeah I'm glad that you gave me this opportunity to talk about it more in depth and maybe you know fast forward a few more years I'll have a different slightly different perspective I will have evolved to some new uh, idea or feeling about it I am just a human being that um, is exploring like everyone else. Um, you guys probably all have like years, years, years more experience than I do in this. And you've like honed and explored your um, preferences in the fetish way more than I have. I feel like there's still so much for me to experience that I haven't had the opportunity to experience yet. Um, one thing that I really want to experience is like, um, a rear engine, like a VW bus or bug or like an old Porsche or something that has the, the engine in the back. I feel like that would be kind of a different experience. Um, uh, there's just so many different things. There's so many different things. Like I haven't done stuck before. So that's something else that, um, I'm kind of interested in like spinning the tires and mud and, and that whole sensation and what that would be like, especially like putting on a show for somebody that's like filming outside watching. I feel like that could be really, really uh, hot and sexy as well. Um, especially if like the person filming was getting like a little bit splattered with some mud. I feel like that would be fun for me. Anyway, yeah, like I'm still evolving. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And so thank you, uh, community. Thank you, Classic Gas Pedals. And thank you to everyone who's like open up and shared with me your thoughts and perspectives and experiences and fantasies. And please continue to do so. I really encourage you to do so. I know that like there are many other people like me who are on a pedal pumping journey learning, exploring, maybe thinking about becoming a content creator. And I feel like the more we can um, be open and share with each other and encourage each other and grow together, the better. So having said all that, we'll wrap this week's episode. Thank you so much for coming along this wild and crazy journey with me. I feel so lucky. And go out there and enjoy some puddle pumping this weekend. You deserve it.